Welcome to the Raising Sons podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Rochelle Whitaker, but you can call me Dr. Shell. I'm a parenting advisor, educational psychologist, licensed maternal mental health therapist, and mom. On this podcast, we'll cover everything you need to know about raising sons. Now, let's get into the show. Hey, hey, it's another episode of the Raising Sons podcast. This episode is a replay of an episode that we did last year. It was the number one episode talking to your son about death. And right now there's a lot going on in the world. And during this time of year, there seems to be a lot of deaths. And so I thought it would be good to replay this episode to give you all some tips if there's a loss in your family or maybe not even in your family, but someone that you know or someone that your son knows. This episode, when it was aired last year, my son had heard of a a death of a church member of ours, a young man who died suddenly. Uh, He didn't know the young man. He knew of him, but it triggered and brought up a lot of emotions. And because of everything that's happening in our world right now, and there just seems to be a lot of loss right now, I wanted to air this episode and again, give you all some tips. So Let's get into the episode. Hey, hey, it's Dr. Shell with another episode of the Raising Sons podcast. And today we're going to be talking about something that might be triggering. It's pretty sad, but I think it's something, it's part of life. And so we're going to be talking about how to talk to your son about death. Now, this is a pretty hard topic to discuss and explain. It's one of those things that there's no getting around it, right? There's life and there's death. And so I think that makes it difficult because there's nothing I can say to my son that's going to really help him to do something different, right? Because death is part of life. So you can't go around it. It's just going to be something that happened. I think how we talk about it, how we normalize it can help our sons to be able to deal with it better or not have so so much anxiety or maybe fear around it. So I want to talk to you all about something that happened that we've experienced recently. At our church, a young man in his team died. He was getting off the school bus. He was walking home and he just died. And so my church community talked about, they, they have something that is called youth church. And they talked about this young man passing. And so it was, you know, everybody in the group, they, of course, brought in some professional help to help the kids to process and to grieve. And so what what happened was some of the kids knew him. My son did not, but some of the kids knew him. And for some of the kids, hearing about his death was triggering and it was triggering in different ways. It was triggering for those, of course, that knew him and had some idea of what happened because our youth pastor didn't go into great detail because there's so much uncertainty around, you know, kind of what happened. And then the other reason was, or the other trigger was that some of the kids were already dealing with their own grief. Maybe it was a a family member or someone else that had recently passed or was passing, or it just brought up some emotions for them about other things that they were dealing with. And so, like I said, I didn't, my son didn't know him. So I didn't know that he had any feeling about it one way or the other. I really didn't even know that if he was paying attention until that night. And so he came and talked to me about not being able to sleep since he had heard in, and this was a week prior, a week prior when he, he had heard the news, but it was a week later when he came and told me that he was having difficulty sleeping and his mind was racing. And, you know, he was afraid that he wasn't going to wake up. And so 
I didn't have, you know, my conferencing words for him were because we are a believing family. Let's pray about it. Did you, you know, did you pray about it? Did you pray about the anxiety that you're feeling, the inability to sleep and asking God to help you be able to sleep? So those were the things that I was, you know, talking to him about praying about. And then what I share with him is that every living thing dies and how we are on assignment that we are created uniquely for a purpose. And once our purpose is served, that, you know, God calls us home. And the comfort in that is that we fulfilled our purpose and now we are sitting with him in heavenly places. So, you know, that was my my way of providing some comfort knowing that he was going to be with be with God and also helping him to understand that we are here for a purpose. And once we fulfill that purpose, then our assignment is over. And so giving him a positive, you know, kind of spin on death, how how things kind of operate. But there was nothing I could say to him that that said, okay, well, you won't experience death because that's not that's not reality. And so when we're talking to our sons about death or, or about loss, the important thing I believe is to be honest to be transparent, to allow them to know how maybe your thoughts are around death and whatever you, however you process and think about it. But also to be honest that all living things die. And our prayer is that you live to be, you know, you well outlive us. However, we have no control over when God says that your assignment has been fulfilled, your purpose has been fulfilled. And so just making, just being honest, being transparent and even offering Confident in, you know, in the fact that we believe in in a God that will, you know, take care of us in life and in death. And so those are the things, the conversations that I think is important to have when we're talking around death. And I also want to kind of pivot here and talk about grief. A lot of times we attribute grief only to losing a person or losing a loved one. But you, a child, you know, your son. Even us as adults experience grief when there is a loss. So a loss can be a loss in a job, a loss in a friendship, a loss in a change of environments. Maybe we're not at the same school anymore. A loss of a teacher. Maybe you don't have that teacher anymore. And so even helping your your son to process loss and helping him to understand that that's just, that's a part of life. Anytime you begin something new, you have to end something. And so it can be a loss, but there also can be positive things that come out of that loss, you know? So maybe for instance, you lose a job or no, that probably won't be over. But let's just say they lose a friendship. And so the thing that can come out of that is helping them to grow and understand that they could have done some things better in their friendship or, you know, they could have been a better friend or maybe way that they can be a better friend going forward or even, you know, reevaluating what friendship looks like to them. And even if that person was truly their friend to begin with. So there are all kinds of different ways that we can look at grief and turn it into a positive. I often would tell my clients that we're having difficulty grieving. Now, most of the time in this particular instance, I'm talking about the loss of a loved one because a lot of times they didn't want to deal with their grief because they didn't feel like they could come out of it. And so, and this is probably across the board, but what I would do was have them to do this exercise. And so I would give them a specified amount of time to grieve. And and that's what, in whatever way they felt like they needed to grieve, whether that was crying, watching videos of the loved one, flipping through pictures, whatever they, whatever way they needed to grieve, that they would do that. And they would do it for a specified amount of time. 
So what we initially would start off with was a small amount of time for them to grieve. So so they wouldn't feel like, oh, once I start this, I'm not going to be able to stop. And then pairing that with something that they love to do for twice as long as the grieving process. So if they were grieving for 15 minutes, they were in a in a grieving space for 15 minutes, and they would do this positive thing for 45 minutes. And the positive thing, most of the time, I encourage in them to be active. So, you know, if you like running, then you're running. If you like dancing, you turn on some music and you dance. And so what it did was it gave them a time and a space to grieve where they didn't feel like they were going to be down this rabbit hole that they couldn't get out of. And then pairing it with something positive, right? Because in loss, there is things that are positive that can come out of it, right? The the Bible says God gives us beauty for ashes. So it's not always when we're grieving and we're in that space, it's terrible and it's hard, but there is something that we can gain from that, from that loss. So I hope that was helpful. And I hope that gives you some, some different ways in which you can help your son to grieve and to talk to them about that. And so if you need more, if you need more with this episode, more ideas or more thoughts, or you need to hear more of, more about how to help your son to process grief and loss, you might want to circle back to the episode where we talk about helping your son to embrace his emotions or how to have difficult conversations with your son. So I think both of those episodes feed into this one. And I think that it can definitely help you to help your son to process his grief, process loss, and just have a clear understanding of how you as a parent can help them do process and handle the emotions that come with the grief and the loss. Again, if you love the Raising Sons podcast, please share, tell your friends, subscribe, and like. Until next time. Raising boys is an incredible journey, and sometimes we all need a bit of personalized guidance. If you're facing unique challenges or seeking tailored advice for your son's development or behavior, consider scheduling a one-on-one consultation today. Link to the consultation will be in the show notes. Remember, investing in your son's growth is an investment in his future. Let's navigate this adventure together.